Hello, welcome. This is Time Played 3HR, a podcast where we play a game for three hours and then we have a little chatteroonie. My name is Louis. Yo, my name is Lockie, and this week we played the game Echo. Yes. Yes. Shall we uh, talk about it then? Let's uh, do just that. Okay. Lucky. 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 Uh, I get it. I get it. Yeah. You're a wily one. You're a little... <laughs> oh. I got you. Um, Lucky. Yes. How are you? Up, it's, How you doing? It's, it's, um, Sunday it's morning. Yeah, it's probably a little too early to be recording, I reckon. Yeah, it is. It's uh, just turned nine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Way too early. Which is officially too early to be doing this. But um, we got to do it. It's Sunday. It's our deadline day. And yep. you have somewhere to be for 11. Yes. So, uh, including travel as well. Yes, mostly travel. Uh, so, very much have to get this out of the way for you to get to where you need to be. Uh, and let's do it, because I feel like there's a fair enough amount to talk about this game. Um, so we played Echo. Do you want to talk about it, or shall I give it a shot? Why don't, why don't as it was my recommendation, why don't you... Um, so I don't know who made this game. Who made this game? I don't know. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we, we can go- I'll Google it at some point in the show. I feel like they might be Swedish, but that's maybe a random guess. Uh, so Echo is... Kind of hard to describe because the first three hours, um, the first, say, hour to hour and a half is a very different experience yes. to, the, to the following section. And it's basically a sort of set maybe who knows how far into the future. <clears throat> uh, and you're a, playing a girl and you're essentially... You start off by landing on this planet, um, and you just explore this planet. And basically, uh, your grandfather, who had like lots to do with weird science, a famous guy, lots of crazy theories, found the coordinates for this planet um, because he believed it was sort of the secret to all of his beliefs and that sort of thing. And you go there, and you explore this palace, which is underground in the planet, and everything sort of kicks off. Yeah, yeah. It, the uh, the story stuff is kind of I found it hard to like pay attention to. Um, it's, it's, but it's still like quite nicely done. I found. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it's almost weird to go into gameplay because I mean that's like narrative. Um, gameplay. It's almost weird to go into it because it almost feels like a spoiler. Well, see, this is the interesting thing is because obviously because I when I I heard about this game through like I saw people play like the main aspect of it right yeah which we are going to talk about because <laughs> we had to talk about something for half an hour but like um so when i booted up this game the first hour and a half were not at all what i expected or wanted and mm. i found that quite frustrating because it's really not, it's not the most interesting part of that game for me it's um that is interesting um so i was like unsure about recommending it to you because 
we only have three hours to play these things, and half of that time is going to be spent on what isn't really the game proper. And <laughs> I think we've already gone long, en- long enough without explaining what it is. Yeah. Um, so, disclaimer, spoilers, if you haven't heard about it, play the game. It's worth playing, I would say. Uh, it's quite expensive, but it's a fairly substantial game. Like, it's a very, very pretty game, and uh, a lot of work went into it. Yeah, I mean, I, one, th- one thing I will say is that the... Um, I think the spoiler isn't so much the gameplay, it's how... I think the value in not being spoiled of it is, like, how it introduces it over that hour, you know? Yeah, that's, that's, that's what it is. It's not, it's not... You won't get, like, spoilers that are, um, like, story-related or anything like that. It's just... One, it's like the Stanley Parable. It's nothing like the Stanley Parable. No, yeah, but, but in the mean. fact that like you want to go into that game blind. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, th- I, th- I actually really glad I went into this game blind. Yeah, me too. It w- I thought it'd be interesting to see what you way, say way better, it. way better. I think. Yeah. Um. Because I just, I just didn't know what was going on, and it, it swaps basically. So, so we'll get there, uh, and there being <laughs> what it is, which is essentially. Uh, these quote-unquote echoes of you, which are like recreations of you. Um, so just lots of like baddies that look like you start filling this palace. And when you do an action, they learn from it. Uh, so if you sprint, they'll be able to sprint. If you shoot, they'll be able to shoot. Um, and it's in cycles, so the palace like keeps resetting itself. And whatever you do within one window, they'll be able to do in the next window. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, probably a max. It varies just depending on when they want it to be longer and shorter. But it seems like on average it's like two minutes or so, maybe. Mm. Maybe a bit longer. Um, So, yeah, so you're like running around and then there's like loads of these clones everywhere. Um, Oh, my God. Like too many. (laughs) Too many. There are too um, many. And whenever the lights are on, basically, everything you're doing is being recorded. Um, so any like extra action you do as Lockie was saying other than walking other than like just walking because everyone can automatically walk but like even something like if you walk through water they will now learn to walk oh through water oh my god which is a huge moment and it's, it's not until like a bit into this game that that they tell you this uh, so yeah. basically to lead let me lead lead us up to this point uh, so you're a girl and you have like a voice assistant so you're talking to someone we don't know where this person is um, but you've got someone who's now working with you who wasn't working with you before, and it's a sort of bit of conflict. Uh, very, like, HBO-ish start. Mm, sure. It, it's like a TV show, the way it starts. It does, like, a sort of edgy opening. and Yeah, it does have... Yeah, it has this, like, um, delayed title credit kind of thing going on. Yeah. Um, and the, the voice acting's great as well. Yeah, the voice acting is good. It's, um... Sort of slightly unusual posh English girl mm-hmm. voice, uh, and it's it's the actor who played Ygritte in the Game of Thrones. Okay, I saw that. I don't know which character that is, but I have seen Game of Thrones. She is the uh, the the uh, what do you call them? I don't remember. One of the Northerners, the main redhead girl. Okay. Really? <laughs> no. Really? I like. I stopped watching it a couple seasons ago, and I think I've just thrown all the information out. I'm never yeah. good with like game name, game names, um, names and TVs and stuff. Fair. Um, the one, the uh, the one that Jon Snow mm. like falls for. 
Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. They're like the yes. proper northerners. I don't remember what they're called. Uh, long time since. They're over the wall. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's her. Okay. That okay. red girl. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, and she's, she's very good. It's, it's a voice that you don't often get to hear in video game space. And it was mm. good. I liked hearing it. Mm. Um, and you land on this planet and you sort of... The top is covered in these white cubes, and you manage to make your way down through one of the cubes into this sort of very, very grand, super swanky, sexy palace. It's very swanky. Uh, everything's like marble and gold, and it's it, just like every, it just big. looks like it looks like um, a, like a tech demo for a new game engine. That palace, just like reflexive surfaces and like lights bouncing off stuff, and loads of objects and like. Mm. Just, yeah, it just looks These like big like glass chandeliers. Yeah, yeah, it looks good. <laughs> it looks, it looks, it looks very, very pretty. Yeah, uh, and this to me, I enjoyed this, dude. I really enjoyed the start, especially because I didn't know it was coming, and like, I was just down for this pretty sort of interactive experience where sort of, I was happy enough. I liked the voice. I liked how it looked. I was fairly happy to just walk through, mm. uh, and then after a bit of time things start happening in this palace you're carrying basically your goal from the bit of story that we got from uh is basically you have this cube and it has like a condensed human in it and they're trying to re-bring back the human (laughs) okay if that that rings a bell to you i like barely pay attention (laughs) (laughs) anyway he's in this cube that you store on your back and you find this place in the game where you put it in and the it reads the cube freaks out this malfunctions, and that's when it all starts kicking off. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the lights turn on, because the whole point up to that, it's in the dark. You are, yeah. Uh, and but then, like the lights turn on, and ev- they start figuring it all out. And um, so, so um, it's not that I, it's not that I hated the intro. Um, after a little while, I understood what it was going for. It's just that it wasn't what I was expecting. So, so it it felt like it was stretched out and maybe could have been cut a little um yeah um but i I think i do really really like the way it slowly introduces the mechanics and like it introduces it at the same speed as the character so you're learning stuff about how to survive against these things the same time that she is right and it makes it very very tense because you'll get like a you'll basically get like he turns your the guy like turns your gun off at the beginning. Holy shit! It is so intense. Um, and then like and then these so the, as over time these echoes start like growing. They start off as just like like bits of yeah. dirt on the floor, and then and then like over time they become like these gross like walking dirt blobs. Yeah, and then and then eventually they start to kind of look like you. Um, and you're and like, then, oh, but, it kind of looks like you. And then by that point, the guy's like, okay, here's your gun. So he turns it back on. And then there's just the fact that, like, after an hour and a half, you now have a gun and, like, you now have another way to protect yourself and, like, you now have to do this completely other thing. Is you just re- don't expect it at all. Yeah, it's just really cool that it, like, I guess it needs that time at the start to sort of trick you into some sort of safety. Um, because you expect the game to be one way and then it changes into something else. And And I guess the character herself is in the same space of, like, I'm not expecting to be hurt, I and now I have to. to yeah, it. and now I have to change exactly how I'm going to do this, and, and that, that works really well. The way that it ramps up is insane. 
Yeah. And <laughs> really spooky. Uh, yeah, so, like, you're walking through. Suddenly there are flowers. And she's like, hang on. Those, those plants weren't there before. And the guy he was talking to is like, no, they weren't. Um, and then there's, like you said, these little dirt blobs. And they become more and more human. And they grow. Uh, and it gets to the point where they're full people. And you're like, okay, okay. This is, there are tons of them. But it's like, I get it. It's fun. There's a fun gun mechanic where if you line up multiple, uh, they call them echoes, multiple echoes in a row, you can just shoot through all of them mm-hmm. um, and drop like two or three, however many you line up. And uh, it's, uh, but it's still, you're still on top of it all. You're like, it's fine. Like they walk slowly. Uh, I got, you know, I, I get it. There are loads of them. So it's, it's against me, but I've still got my slot. I'm still in control because yeah. they walk slowly and I can line up shots and take out lots at a time. Uh, because ammo in this game, it's like a rechargeable. There are, you have one shot at a time, but, um, there are these things which can recharge them instantly, but you only get one extra ammo. So it's basically like one extra ammo lying on the floor. Uh, but it's, actually like a gate whatever that doesn't i mean it's, it should be said i actually don't think we've said this it's not it's a stealth game like it, it's um it's not a shooty game uh you're you're primarily like trying to avoid everything and the gun is kind of like a last resort because it like recharges slow and is just generally like a slow quite useless weapon yeah, well, it's at at the start it's not at the start it's great at the start it's perfect because um, they're really slow ramblers and like yeah, but but yeah, once you, you get into the game shot, proper, it's um you're done. It's not that useful. <laughs> yeah. So so you feel in control. You feel good. You know what's going on. You're like okay, uh, and then suddenly they're running at you, and you're like, what? Yeah. Like now now I am just in no way in control. Um, and then they start shooting you, and then there's uh, like you, we talked about the water. You go down to a bit, and there are tons, but they're sort of behind the water, and they're like. Oh, it doesn't seem like they want to cross the water. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, okay, so there are some, uh, at least there are some mechanics in here that sort of keep me safe. And then, like, the next thing you know, they're just crossing the water. And yeah. you're like, come on. <laughs> you're like, yeah. really? And the water is like, I guess the water is it is the final, like, um, piece falling into place of, oh, these things are learning from what I'm doing. Like, that's the thing that's supposed to teach you by walking through the water, they now can walk through the water. Um, and I guess one of the other reasons it takes so long to get there is because actually it's quite a complicated concept to teach someone. Um, so it probably needs that time to gradually introduce it. Yeah. And they, they tell you up front at one point in the dialogue. Yeah. They're like, oh, I think they're learning from me. Yeah. If you haven't got it by then, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, one thing, I th- the other thing we should mention. So, so the other thing that punctuates this is that the light's constantly going on and off creates a very tense so like yeah as we said like every two minutes or so all the lights go off you can barely see you've got like a a head torch or whatever um and then it goes and like everything cuts out and then it boots back up and the lights turn back on and you can control your character again and that's when the palace reboots and that's when they learn from your previous things so they're not learning in the moment, it's like registering what you've done in the last cycle, and in the next cycle is when they can now do that. So you yeah. walked through water in the last cycle, and then after the reboot, after the lights turn off, they can now follow you through the water. Yeah. Um, and like 
the fact that, especially at the start in that hour and a half, it's punctuated by those lights. And then each time that happens, there is something new that you now understand about this game. Um, is like very exciting and very tense. This game is like incredibly stressful. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. And it's With, so nice when it's not. So whenever it does. Uh, it gives you like a couple seconds of respite. Yeah. That shift. Yeah, it does. It lets you have like some normal gameplay every now and again, which is really great. Mm. But um, God damn, it's really very tough. Would you say this is like a horror game? No. No? Um, no. Because there aren't really any jump scares. Is that what classifies a horror game for you? Mm. Also, I feel like horror games are games that are trying to be scary. This game isn't trying to be scary. It's just mm. suspenseful. Mm. Like it's, it's like calling Subnautica a horror game. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I would say that I jumped a couple times because some things would like attack me in the dark that I didn't know were there. They would like jump on me. Okay. Um, but I, I probably wouldn't call it a horror game just because it doesn't have like the regular, like aesthetic trappings of a horror game. Um, yeah. It's just like a highly suspenseful. Yeah. It's a thriller. Stealth. Yeah. It's a, it's a thriller. That's exactly, it's a, it's a page turner. <laughs> it's a stealth thriller. Um, yeah. And so it's, it takes you from this place where you're all good and having fun and having a lot of fun lining up shots and. Suddenly, you're like, oh, well, I just can't do any of this anymore. I've just got to hide because <laughs> there's like 500 of them out there. There's so many. You enter these like humongous rooms um, oh. with just, you see like just so many dudes just like wandering around. And it, I think one of the disappointments, not disappointments, but one of the things that I found frustrating was how limited the stealth was in a way. Um, you can crouch. You can crouch. You can't like take it. cover. Um, or like it just or... yeah, it's just kind of it's very like bare bones, and I guess that's because it has to like figure out what you're doing. Um, and it and it did it did start to feel a little repetitive by the time I was I haven't finished it. Um, by the time I had last played it, it felt a little bit like here's another room with fifty people. Um, mm. and as I as I recall, it's like. It's either get to the end of the room or it's go pick up, like, five things in the room. Yeah. Um, and whenever it's pick up five things, it's like, oh, man. Because it's it's quite a hard... Um, when you easy. die, When you die, you do go back to the beginning of the room. Like, it's not like you just kind of spawn. Which is important because it makes it more tense. But, like, it is, like, it's stress. It's hard. It's hardcore. Yeah, especially... And in stealth games, it, when when you spend so long trying to play it right dying and resetting feels so punishing it does and then you just start like running through it and it you're probably doing it worse yeah <laughs> you know yeah. and and, it, and it's sort of fine because you know what you're doing and it sort of you pull it off quicker but it's still you either get sloppy and impatient and die or just sort of get through it in an unsatisfying manner yeah i will say that i probably like played it less like a traditional stealth game and probably did just like try and rush through because it yeah. just felt it felt more correct to what probably should be doing anyway, like. I mean, you could run past your sprinting's pretty limited, and you can't sprint for that long. But um. Yeah. Do they? But, uh, do they learn? You when still you feel s- like you can run past them. They learn when you sprint, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if but you, you, just- you still you can still like pace them when you sprint. Oh, okay. Just about. Because like if you just always jog. 
then they'll always jog the same speed behind you. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think I basically only sprinted when the lights went off. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and you can't sprint much lot for much at all because you have like a stamina bar that's very limited. Mm. But there are some grapes around, and if you find them, those will reset your stamina. Yep, there are so, grapes. Uh, Be looking out for grapes. Take that in mind. Uh, you know, I thought this game did well. Mm. Was um, and especially at the start, more so when uh, there was no everything. <laughs> um, it did a really good job at making you feel like you were exploring, even though it was super linear and you're on a fixed path. Mm. Uh, so yeah, like when you first get in here, I was just walking around, and it didn't feel like I was walking in a particular. Uh, pattern or going to a particular place even though I knew um, I was going in the exact right place okay so that was good how do you well, how do you think because I don't know if I feel the same way how did it do that um, I think there were multiple routes to the same destination mm. uh, so that made it seem bigger than it was yeah uh, so you could take yeah just multiple routes to the same destination I think that's probably the main thing yeah, I guess so. That makes sense. And also, I, I was um, the uh, it would often like give you two options, uh, so you'd be able to walk straight ahead or just see like stairs down. And the general idea in this game is that you're always going down deeper and deeper and deeper. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like you get a hold of that pretty quickly. So you, whenever you see stairs down, you just sort of take them. But mm. you see all these other paths, um, which make it seem bigger than maybe it is. Hmm. I think maybe, like, I wonder if it achieves that because all the environments are so repetitive that, like, mm. you kind of get lost anyway. Yeah. Because like, it all just looks, every room just kind of looks the same. Um, Largely because every room is the same. Yeah. <laughs> looks and is. Yeah. Are you uh, going to play any more of it? Or are you stressed well, well, the frick out now? <laughs> it's just stressful. It is. And it's... it's the, For me, the best bit of this game is um, when you're not doing the sneaking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So when I, when I started playing this game in the first hour and a half, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to finish this. This is really cool. I wonder where it's going. Um, but once you start dying repetitively at some of these tricky points, you're like, I'm out. Yeah. Sign me out. This is not what I'm looking for. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to get back to it. I can't figure out. Well, I can't imagine like how it. Because it does just stop ramping up, and then you're left with like the rest of the game, and yeah, to repeat yourself. To yeah, just to keep doing that same stuff over and over again. So I, not hugely interested in doing that. If I knew that that maybe it started ramping up in another way or. Or ramping down. Or ramping oh, down would be good imagine too. Imagine how nice that would be. You're playing <laughs> yeah. the game and it just starts, they just start reverting back to the blobs. Oh. <laughs> that would be amazing. And then you just get a bit of respite. And then maybe a new enemy. Oh. I tell you what, dude. I think there's something I have been... Maybe it's just games more and more these days are this way. But I feel like I keep buying and playing games that are really hard. And it's exhausting at the moment. Like, everything I play is, like, a goddamn nightmare. Like what? Um, Talk me through some of these tricky, tricky steps. 
I've been playing a couple like platformers recently. So okay. um, a while ago, I bought um, the Donkey Kong game on Switch. Okay. And that game's quite challenging. Okay. Um, the literally uh, E3, the only announcement that got me hyped because it was the one thing I was really hoping for was um, the release of Hollow Knight on Switch. Yeah. Um, which is a game I effectively bought a Switch for and I didn't realize it wasn't out on Switch yet. Um, and it's been out on like PC and Mac for like over a year. So I've been waiting for it to come out on Switch. It got announced, well, it got released like it was like one of those out now you can buy it now things. yeah the best um so well, I just you imme- can play it right now yeah so i just immediately went and got it and it's um it's really really good um uh worth a play for anyone um but that's also pretty hard um it's just a lot of like it's a lot of like dark soulsian stuff going on at the moment right um I'm trying to think of some other examples. I don't know. I was playing um, the Twitch game. Twitch, you know how Twitch Prime gives you like mm-hmm. loads of free stuff. Uh, one of them was a game called Cluster Truck. Oh yeah, I want to play that game. Yeah, I have been, been meaning to, but wanting to play it for a long time, and it was free. So I played a couple hours of that, and that's really good and also hard. Really? I just, yeah. I mean, it's like it's one of those like instant go again. So it's not like too hard, but it's um, it's like it's like Twitch reaction stuff um yeah i just feel like all video games are hard maybe it's just you maybe i'm just crap at video games maybe that's the common there seems there's one common thing amongst all these games louis yeah that you're playing them yeah i don't know why i'm doing that i think i'm <laughs> I, th- I i think i just want i think i do want that and then i get that i'm like oh but this is a lot <laughs> you know? I, I get it but yeah th- this is a lot <laughs> Like, I, I want, part of me, yeah, yeah, I don't know what, one part of me wants to, like, because usually with a challenging game, often comes some other stuff that I like, so, like, I don't know, like a Dark Souls game or whatever, or Hollow Knight, like, it uses challenges in an interesting way to create, like, an atmosphere, which I really enjoy, but then, <laughs> maybe not so much in Donkey Kong, but, like, but then, but then you're also stuck playing this fucking boss over and over again, it's like, oh, man, I just... Yeah. I'm I'm done. Sign sign me out. Yeah. Yeah. Um The you know one thing that I would have liked more of uh in this game is dialogue because the whole like start of the game, because there's no uh combat or anything, there's none of these enemies, it relies heavily on like good dialogue mm-hmm. uh, and like good voice acting to get you through. Uh and and it's it's good, it's enjoyable. You sort of learn a bit about these characters and their history, but as soon as the echoes sort of come in that's like just stops yeah. pretty much, which is a bit of a shame. Uh, especially the fact that like this guy's meant to be like helping you out and stuff. And like, as soon as the combat kicks in, it's just like <laughs> si- radio silence. Yeah. You want him to be like trying to give you tips, like reassuring you. Like, I think that'd be really nice. Um, yeah. I, th- I thought but the, he just sort I of the disappears. Was, uh, I thought the acting was like good. Um, I struggled, I guess, with, like, just keeping on top of all these names. Like, they just, like, throw out names of, like, uh, yeah, it's... institutions and, like, and like where they came from. And there's, like, when, when a game tries to be, like, vague about, like, the past of its characters while also using 
names for things at the same time my brain's like oh well and also existing in a time much further in the future where uh it's sort of expected that things are a lot different and they talk about things that aren't real yeah it's just like just pick one you know like am i supposed to be like looking i don't don't hate that though i don't hate that weird names or or am i supposed to be confused about who these people are i was fairly content though like just being confused and wandering along yeah just trying to trying to get wrap my head around it and i'm sure it gets clearer it's just it's just i it it that stuff needs to kind of come later almost in a way for me so then i'm like if i once i fully buy into it then i'm like okay now mm. give me all the weird names and mm. i will digest them oh um, yeah I, I get that i get that yeah yeah but uh i really wanted more talking because it does very much sort of just crumble yeah, it does, to nothing it does just kind as of soon stop. as the uh other gameplay elements come in which was a shame and i'm i i assume it like it does give you some more like minutes of wandering around where there's no one killing you and there's more talking like there's just like story dumps i imagine yeah yeah there's uh so there's a point in the game where you leave the interior of the palace to the sort of these floating cubes outside yeah uh and that's sort of like five ten minutes of respite Mm. walking to the next Mm. palace entrance Mm. and then you get back in and you're like (sighs) rats i'm back (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Talking of uh, hard games though, on Switch, I bought N++. Oh, did you? The other day, yeah. That's an interesting choice. Yeah. Um, what made you want to play that? Obviously played it as a kid. Yeah. Wanted something to play on Switch and was like, oh, I don't, do, I, do I want this? <laughs> um, and actually really glad I got it because it's changed a lot from when I was a kid. And yeah. Even if it hasn't actually changed in terms of gameplay, really. It just looks nicer, and there's like a million, million levels. Do you remember some of the early ones? Are they the same ones? There are a few legacy ones that are in the same, but there's literally like thousands of levels. Yeah. That game will take like forever to beat. Yeah. And some of it is hard as nails. But you're it's, enjoying it? Yeah, yeah, a lot. A lot. It's really, um, really good. Is it just is it the kind of game where you'd like just play one or two levels and then put it down again, or are you, do you like sit at it and play with it for a while? Um, so I've sort of just been playing it until I get sick of it, yeah, and then put it down. It's it's very pickupable and drop downable. It's basically like there are tons and tons of levels, and each mm. each level has four actual levels in it. So it's like each chapter um, has four levels in. Yeah, and. Uh, you um, play through those. And do you remember there were, like, gold pieces dotted around the map? Uh, kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah. Basically, like, you get rewarded and it's, like, just more completion if you collect all the gold before you go into the end, mm. which is nice. So, like, sometimes if you want a challenge, you can try and get all the gold. But if you're just, like, super stuck, you can be like, oh, fuck it. Forget the gold. I'm just going straight sure, to the, yeah, to the yeah, exit, yeah. which is nice. But, uh, yeah, it's it's fun. I'm enjoying it. You should um, probably play Hollow Knight at some point. Really? It looks like those games that I normally end up mugging off. Oh, it's so good. It's Is so, it really? It's so very good. Why? Um, so you liked SteamWorld Dig 2, right? Yeah, I did. I mean, so it's, you know, it's one of those. It's like a Metroidvania-y thing. Uh, I don't... What does that mean? What do you mean? Well, it's like... Um, 
Metroidvania is a terrible term people made up because it's like a cross between Castlevania and Metroid. <laughs> yeah. But... So, so like, um, uh, I don't know why. I don't really understand that phrase because it's basically just like Metroid is what you can say um, in that... Um, in that it's like one of those things where you're like going around a map, like a oh, 2D shit. map. Oh, what? I don't have the game for you to play next week. Oh, dude. You should mm. probably just recommend Hollow Knight. Mm, no, because then I have to play it and that's not what I want. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Oh, we should talk about, sorry, we didn't even mention. This isn't a podcast about Beyond Two Souls. <laughs> um... Uh, oh, yeah, we were, I recommended Beyond. I didn't recommend. I said we were going to play Beyond Two Souls um, over E three, and um, <laughs> and then I sort of and I was, started. I was at your place. Yeah, and we were about to play it, and yeah. it was on, and we had the controls in our hand. Yeah, and we just went. <sighs> yeah, <we> not? <laughs> yeah. It just it just felt like neither of us were actually into it, and. I felt like all I was going to come out with was a bunch of negatives and that probably wasn't very fun. Um, so we scrapped it. So sorry if anyone was <laughs> looking forward to um, <laughs> Beyond Two Souls. Um, hopefully Echo was a bit more of an interesting thing to talk about. Yeah. Um, it's a very pretty game, this as well. Very pretty. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. I wonder how big the team is. Yeah, I mean, I get the idea. It feels like it's made by not that big a group of people. Yeah. Uh, Echo. Now it's the Googling part where we look it up. And the bit where we Google. And it's a stealth video game. It was developed by the Danish indie studio Danish. Ultra Ultra. Cool. Oh, the other amazing thing about this game is the um, the menus. The uh, opening menu. God, yeah, people love that. It's so good. It is cool. It's, like, really good. So, um, oh God, how do I describe it? So, basically, it's a when you're choosing, like, start game, options, exit, whatever, um, it's a close-up of her eye, her eyeball, and as you move the cursor around to um, the start menus, which are in, like, the corners of the screen, it's her like, eye, like, flicks to them. Yeah, it's like it's being shown on the inside of a visor. Yeah, because she wears a visor in the game, but you don't actually see the visor. Yeah, uh, you it's just, just reflecting her and eyeball. It's, yeah, it's like she's. It's like if there was a camera just on the inside of the visor. Yeah, it looks like it's super cool. It's like it looks good. It's it's like um, the best way to introduce a game. Just like have the best freaking start menu of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is very cool. Um, all right, all right, man. Well, I, th- I guess um, we're done. What are you yeah. going to do about this uh, next week? We can't... St- do you want to pause the episode and then... Uh, yeah, we'll pause. Don't actually press pause. Okay. <laughs> Just have a little think. Okay, I'm having a think. Lucky, what is my game for this week? Uh, you're going to be playing Pokemon Snap. What? Pokemon Snap? The N64 game, but how will I ever... <laughs> you have to get a rum, you wombat. <laughs> Maybe I'll buy a Nintendo 64 just for Pokemon Snap. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to also buy Pokemon Snap. That's true. I wonder how much that is at this point. Probably a bit. It's probably, like, full price. Yeah, I'd say so. 
Cool. Well, that should be fun. Three hours of Pokemon um, Snap. I'll try yeah, to scream. Oh, hang on. Actually, fairly cheap. <laughs> I'm not going to buy an N64. Hang <laughs> on. One that time we almost bought one. Yeah. They're going for like 15 quid. We 10 to 15 quid. Wandering around Brighton being like, maybe we should buy an N64. Or we were trying to buy a GameCube. We were trying to buy a GameCube to play Melee, but then we didn't. Yeah, we couldn't find them. Anyway, I do need to go. Um, go. So, uh, Lockie, this podcast goes up every Sunday um, on most places you get your pods. Uh, Apple Podcasts is the correct term. Um, SoundCloud is where we like upload them all, so that's like our home base. You can go there to find so many episodes about so many exciting video games, such as... Hmm? Such as... I was, sort of, I was sort of zoning out, <laughs> looking at the internet. I thought you were just covering the intro, the outro, sorry. I was. I was hoping for your input. Uh, is it games that we talk about? Yeah. Oh, such as Echo and Pokemon Snap. <laughs> Pokemon Snap, not yet. Um, but, uh, you've already listened to the Echo one. Uh... But there's a bunch of other ones. There's like 50-something. There's yeah. 59, I think, which is wow. ridiculous. Um, um, so I'll speak to you next week then, dude. Yeah, sounds good. Cool. I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to hearing your opinions on Pokemon Snap. I think I've played a little bit of it at yours, but um, I'm looking forward to having a stronger opinion on it, for sure. Yeah, and I, leave, yeah. It, leave it to you to play with. Okay, sweet. Cool. Cheers. See you later. Later. Cheers.